Welcome to Travels in a Mathematical World, a podcast from the Institute of Mathematics and its applications, the IMA. My name is Peter Rowlett. This is episode 50. 50 is one half of the square of the base of our number system, a fact which seems to give it an arbitrary significance. So as this is the special half-century episode of the podcast, uh, I have a treat which I've been saving for just such an occasion. On a trip to Liverpool earlier in the year, I sat down with Dr. Sebastian Gunnow, who talked to me about his work on invisibility cloaks. So, uh, I am Dr. Sebastian Gunnow. So, as you can hear, I am French. I come from uh, beautiful uh, Mediterranean Sea, so uh, it's the south of France, Provence. And uh, I have spent about uh, nearly 10 years in, in the UK by now working uh, mostly in Liverpool, but also in London. And I am currently a lecturer in applied mathematics, working with Professor Alexander Movshan uh, on problems of uh, elastic and electromagnetic invisibility clocks. So I would say that uh, I'm a very applied mathematician. Okay, so I try to emphasize on the real-life problems, try to bring mathematics into uh, our daily life, such as, for instance, when I talk about invisibility cloaks, it means that I want to be able to control light in such a way that we could protect the brain from electromagnetic waves radiated by mobile phones, by... Uh, TVs, you know, we are surrounded by electromagnetic waves daily, and these waves are really bad for your health. We don't know how bad they are because the studies, which are ongoing studies, will lead to, to conclusions in a decade. So it will be already too late for our generation if, if we don't do anything. So the idea is to try to protect a zone, so your brain from incoming waves. How can you do this? You have to detour waves. You have to bend the waves around this zone, making this zone invisible. And to do this, you have to manufacture new materials, which we call meta-materials, since they do not exist as such in nature. For instance, you just have to uh, have some perforations or you can have some kinds of uh, uh, really weird assembly of materials. And if you put all these kinds of materials together, you get something which behaves in a very exotic way. And this guides light around strange trajectories, making a hole in space. And this hole in space is your invisibility zone where you can hide an object, and this object doesn't scatter light. So what is very interesting is that we are currently making it in Marseille. We have ongoing experiments with plates. We shine some laser beams of red light, and we can see that light actually follows curved trajectories. Usually light... Light is a very lazy object. It just wants to travel in straight trajectories. If you want to go to, from point A to point B, 
straight tra trajectory is uh, the fastest one. So you have to convince light to travel around a bent trajectory. And you have to negotiate with light. Light is not very happy to, to follow a longer trajectory. So you tell light, if you follow this longer trajectory, you will be rewarded. And the way you reward it is you bring it some kind of additional energy, if you wish. And so these metamaterials are here to convince light to follow awkward uh, optical trajectories. So what is very interesting is that you can also do the same with water waves. So water waves propagate at the surface of the ocean, and when they hit a shore, it brings a tsunami. If the wave has a large amplitude, it can uh, uh, bring a tsunami in Sri Lanka, for instance. My wife is from Sri Lanka, so uh, I know very well this problem. And what we have done in Liverpool, in conjunction, in collaboration with people in Marseille, we have created a water wave cloak. So it's some kind of new type of dike which detours water waves and protects an island. We did not make it at this scale because, uh, okay, it's just uh, academic research. So we did it on a small scale and uh, our experiments uh, led to uh, publication in a prestigious uh, reviews, physical review letters. And following this uh, publication, uh, the UK flooding agency contacted us saying, oh, we would be interested, this could have applications, and we just said, well, actually, just use it, because there is no patent on it. It's, you know, uh, there is no intellectual property. But then we thought, there is another type of wave which is really damageable for human beings. It's seismic waves. Can we do something for this? Yes, we can. Obama would say, yes, we can, and us scientists in Liverpool, we, we say, yes, you can as well. For this, you just need to consider a plate, and you perforate this plate in a very precise fashion. And if you do this, your, your seismic wave will follow some curved trajectory, and you will protect a building, a hospital, a school, a nuclear plant, a university, or even on a larger scale, a city. Istanbul, Los Angeles, whatever you think of. I would say that uh, the earthquake in Aquila, in Italy, uh, might have been prevented if this structure would already exist. We have been com uh, contacted by a Brazil, Brazilian company, uh, a company in UK, two companies in France, and these companies are very interested to actually make it. There is this ITER project in France. This is the first uh, fusion, nuclear fusion center in the world. It happens to be 50 kilometers from Marseille. And they told us, we want to have the foundations of our buildings, well, made in this kind of anti-seismic fashion. So they, they, they bought the idea. So it's uh, an idea which is currently going to be patented. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to that as well as being the uh, special half-century episode of the podcast. Uh, this is also the last episode of 2009, so I hope you've enjoyed listening to the podcast this year. You can get access to all previous episodes through the website, 
Uh, the address is coming up in a moment. And see you in January. Uh, you can find out a lot more about the podcast, including all 49 previous episodes. Uh, get show notes related to each episode, become a fan of the podcast on Facebook, etc. by visiting www.travelsinamathematicalworld.co.uk You can find out more about what I do for the IMA by following me on Twitter, where I am Peter Rowlett, R-O-W-L-E-T-T. Thank you for listening.